0: The fact that anybody can play against anyone else without regard to their gender or age or cultural background or physical abilities makes a fantastic opportunity for all of us to get connected, especially with the use of the internet.
1: Hello and welcome back to corvinus Business Intelligence. Today we're continuing our discussion about the synergies between the world of chess and the world of business. And we are so pleased to have back with us for this third episode in the series, Norbert Fogarashi, managing director at Morgan Stanley and head of Morgan Stanley Hungary. Norbert is also a member of the Hungarian chess federation and is intensively involved in the global chess festival. He, he was an internationally ranked player obtaining the title of FIDE Candidate Master with a peak rating of 2200. He then moved into his studies in computer science and financial mathematics and obtained a PhD in computer science. And he is now, as I mentioned, head of Morgan Stanley Hungary. My name is Theodore Boone and I'm a member of the faculty of Corvinus University School of Budapest in Budapest, Hungary. And my co-host for today's program is Chris Chordash, a student at our business school. I'd like to thank our sponsors and distributors for this podcast, the Budapest Business Journal, Hungary's practical business bi-weekly since 1992, and Unilife.hu that has over 25,000 and up to 50,000 daily real users and is a leading platform in Hungary on higher education, Norbert, welcome back, and I would love to hear more about Morgan Stanley Hungary, what it does, and how it, how it rose to its status and ever-increasing operations um, that exist today and your role in that process.
0: Yeah, it's great to be back, Ted. Thanks a lot. Um, so as I talked about it in detail in the previous episode, the uh, test provides a very good grounding in many valuable soft skills, including problem-solving rational thinking, decision-making, strategic planning. These are all key skills for what we do here in Budapest at Morgan Stanley. This year actually marks the 15th anniversary of Morgan Stanley's Budapest office. I myself uh, lived abroad, as I told you earlier, and I moved back to Hungary 15 years ago. And after first opening its doors in 2006 with a mathematical modeling team of just 30 people, consisting mostly of math PhDs, The Morgan recently Budapest office has grown rapidly over the last 15 years into a thriving technology, finance, and risk management hub. Now it plays a pivotal role in the firm's global network, and we actually employ over 2,500 highly skilled professionals with diverse backgrounds, talents, perspectives, and experiences. About 40% of the office consists of technologists. Uh, This is the area that I grew up in and uh, my area of expertise. And actually, we covered a whole gamut from infrastructure type engineering and operations functions all the way through to back office software development, all the way through to front office software development, uh, where, where I spent most of my career working alongside traders and risk managers in constructing pricing and risk management software. The next biggest business unit we have is finance, where we do valuations of various financial products. We do reporting on various costs and revenues for the different business lines globally for Morgan Stanley. The third biggest business unit we have in Budapest is risk management, where we deal with problems such as how much capital the bank needs to hold in order to withstand the turbulences of the financial markets. Uh, so we actually have a broad range of functions in the Budapest office, and we look for people with uh, different backgrounds, uh, whether that be finance, whether that be technical fields, technology, or more collectively, the STEM fields, science, technology, engineering, and math.
1: Thank you very much. We were talking earlier about Chess's role in helping one develop strategic thinking. Morgan Stanley Hungary covers a lot of different areas. Each one I imagine it has a lot going on and needs to be overseen in a proper way. What is your strategic thinking in terms of overseeing the extensive activities of Morgan Stanley in Hungary?
0: Yeah, so when we established the office, I, I mentioned that it started out as a mathematical modeling center. And that was no coincidence. We really built this office on the availability of highly skilled talent in the areas of uh, math and engineering. And actually, over the years, we have managed to establish ourselves as an analytical and quantitative center for the entire bank globally. And that was pretty much our strategy going into this, trying to establish an office that works in close partnership with the core business locations, New York, London, Tokyo, Hong Kong, where our trading and revenue generation occurs. But we actually have the benefit of being a step away from the hustle and bustle of the business life and therefore being able to expend more energy and more time on complex business problems Problems of business reengineering, uh, problems of technical infrastructure, and the like. Uh, so this was sort of our strategy. We can never really contribute too much in the areas of you know financial engineering or deep knowledge of financial products or deep knowledge of the financial markets. That's not our forte here in Budapest. But what we are actually strong on is quantitative and technical excellence. And w- when we discuss with uh, The senior management of the company, what sort of functions we could be bringing into Budapest and what sort of functions we can help with from Budapest, we inevitably focus on these higher value added high complexity quantitative mathematical functions to give you an example, most of the electronic trading of credit products is actually done or has been built out of our Budapest office for the firm. And this represents a a very, very significant uh, business line for our global investment bank. Another example I mentioned in a previous podcast is uh, our wealth management business and the support we give with artificial intelligence tooling for our financial advisors working all across North America. So these are some of the key strategic areas of the global investment bank that we're actually supporting and building out of our
1: Budapest office. One more question for me for now, and then I'll turn it over to Chris. Whether one is a recent graduate from, say, Corvinus or somewhere else, or a technical university, or one is a, a more seasoned professional, what types of people are you looking for? And if someone was interested in, for example, the internships you mentioned earlier, or... Uh, Morgan Stanley Hungary at at a more senior level, Uh, what are the kinds of things that you look for both in terms of kind of nuts and bolts ability and soft skills? Yeah, great.
0: I should start by saying that we have very extensive relationships with a number of universities across Hungary, and we actually see it as our role to help prepare the next generation of economists and business managers to a new digital era in the finance industry, Um, We do this by giving lectures uh, on things like credit derivatives or derivative markets, um, uh, for example, at Corvinus as well. But our employees are also teaching students the financial applications of programming languages as well. Uh, The longstanding cooperation between Corvinus and Morgan Stanley is preparing the next generation in this uh, sense And um, for example, we have courses where we teach students on things like VBA, SQL, and Python programming languages. So we see it very much as our role to help prepare the students um, for a career in this industry. We feel that we can teach a lot of the financials and financial market and financial product specifics on the job. We don't see it as realistic for the universities to take that role. This is something that... You know, the industry is ever evolving and most of these things need to be learned um, on the job. However, what we look for in candidates are not dissimilar to what a good chess player possesses as skills. Problem solving, um, you know, being creative in um, uh, when faced with new challenges, strategic thinking, you know, all of the skills that we've already discussed, these are core basic soft skills that are much more difficult to teach on the job and much more difficult to acquire during a career. So, of course, we look for some hard skills and some, uh, you know, being well-versed in some technical aspect, whether that be a specific programming language or Excel or macros or computational uh, software is important uh, for most of the positions that we have in Budapest. But I feel it's more important to have these underlying traits. Um, And also, I'm throwing some other soft skills. Clearly, English language uh, is something that we look for in all candidates. Um, That's the language of choice for everything that we do. About 20% of our staff actually don't speak Hungarian. So we employ a lot of foreign nationals at our center in Budapest. But also presentation skills, communication skills, uh, as well as other soft skills um, in the areas of teamwork and being able to speak up and present one's ideas effectively are also very important.
2: Does master's or any uh, degree completed in a foreign country worth more than a Hungarian one, or you're not recruiting based on that at all?
0: Yeah, I, you're you're quite right. Many of the employees we hire. Uh, actually have degrees from a foreign university, right? Whether they be Hungarians or non-Hungarians, they may have completed their studies at a foreign university. Um, The degree itself is not more valuable to us. However, we find there's a correlation between, you know, students being, uh, let's say, better at speaking up, speaking out. English language, clearly, if they've done their studies or part of their studies in English, that will be an advantage to them uh, when they come and join Morgan Stanley. But also, I know from my own example, having lived abroad and having spent time away from Hungary, it gives you a broader perspective. It gives you a different way of thinking, it gives me a better ability, perhaps, to connect with a diverse workforce and people from, from different nationalities. So, and these are all skills that will help you be more successful at Morgan Stanley.
2: Of course, of course, understandable, totally. And do you have uh, specific majors that you value?
0: Um, Not really. Not really. We're quite flexible on that. So it's not like you can only apply to us if you have, uh, you know, a computer science degree, for example. Interestingly, I have found in my own careers that some of the most successful people have come with a diverse background. You know, some of my uh, successful colleagues had a background in chemistry or physics. Um, but had excellent problem-solving and analytical skills, um, and they were able to pick up the required uh, financial knowledge and technical knowledge um, on the job. So, no, we are very flexible on the actual field of study or the university that you've graduated from, uh, but we try to assess you um, on these basic skills that I've mentioned um, when evaluating your application.
2: Later on, after, like years of working there at morgan stanley are there any opportunities to transfer to any of the global offices because as you mentioned
0: yes absolutely so maybe before i cover that for students or or for prospective um, applicants you can find out more about us at morganstanley.hu or by visit or by looking for morgan stanley on linkedin all of our job postings of which we have close to 200 as we speak in the Budapest office. So there are many, many opportunities, you know, look them up on LinkedIn. Um, I'm sure there will be something um, that is of interest to you. And yes, absolutely. We pride ourselves being an international firm. Um, uh, we pride ourselves of giving our employees international career opportunities. Every year we have somewhere between 15 and 20 of our staff transferring internationally to another office within Morgan Stanley. Uh, whether that be a central business district such as New York or London or Tokyo or to one of our other uh, global in-house centers in Montreal or Glasgow or or Shanghai or even Hong Kong. So, uh, yes, these opportunities exist. Um, Of course, we would want um, our employees to have performed very, very well over a number of years and, and exhibit all the skills required for them to be able to fill these positions. Uh, But yes, we've had many, many successful international career mobilities. And the good news is a number of them now we have started to get back into the Budapest office. So, you know, maybe earlier on in our 15-year history, we had people transferred to other offices who are now returning and taking leadership positions within the Budapest office.
1: I ask the the 20% you mentioned that are not um, Hungarian, did not grow up in Hungary that other 20%, are most of those recruited from abroad or were they people that were already here studying or working or a mix? Yeah, I think
0: it's a real mix. um, and also, there, it's a real mix in terms of nationalities as well. They are from all over the world. I think on last count, we had over 70 different nationalities working in, uh, in, in, in Hungary. Uh, quite a number of them are recruited straight from colleges, from abroad. I know we ha- a number of students have applied to us from Italy, for example, various colleges across Italy um, uh, in the areas of risk management and finance have joined us. Um, But also from neighboring countries, um, you know, such as Romania, um, uh, or Croatia, or the Czech Republic, we have had uh, uh, people transfer in directly. Uh, But then also a good number of our of our hires have were already in hungary when we hired them uh, and they already had a successful career within hungary uh, and they ended up uh, uh, deciding to leave their current employer in hungary and join us i would say it's more it's a 50 50 split between those two
2: i would like to ask if there are any positions that can be completed from home because of this uh, covid situation
0: yeah i was gonna exactly cover this covid situation which has um Another great example of how you need to have best laid plans and then how you need to react quickly when the situation changes. So from one day to the next, we moved to 100% remote working back in March 2020 uh, because That's what we felt was in the best interest of the health and safety of our employees, for them to immediately switch to remote working. And the good news was our computer infrastructure was able to support that um, and support that globally because a similar shift uh, happened uh, simultaneously all over the world. So that was great to see that not only was our infrastructure up to scratch, but our employees were equipped to be able to switch to a remote working model. And a lot of the things we didn't think possible, you know, have happened uh, from them. We were able to meet all of our SLAs um, um, uh, from the remote uh, locations, the service level agreements, and the deadlines, and all the project deliverables that we had to do um, were 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 happened without a hitch, um, and that's really made us um, open to such arrangements. Uh, To the point where right now we do have some of those nearly 200 positions are actually advertised as fully remote possibilities um, or fully remote opportunities uh, for for prospective um, employees to apply to. It's not our norm and our CEO has been on record a number of times to say, you know, we do our best work when we're together in the office and clearly we want to eventually get back into the office um, as much as we can, but we pride ourselves on being flexible and uh, providing flexible work locations to our colleagues. We did that even before the pandemic. So even prior to the pandemic, um, you know, two days a month, uh, all of our employees were allowed to work from whatever location they elected.
2: With an analytical scientific mind, do you prefer staying at home, doing your work, getting it done as efficiently as possible or being in the office and having chit chats in between work?
0: yeah great question and uh, you're quite right I think it depends on the personality of the of the individual what they prefer Um, and it also depends on the work tasks right and whether there is a real advantage to be gained by uh, working in a team or working more closely with others Uh, um, you know in my position as head of the Budapest office I feel you know, I crave those interactions with my management team, with the employees, you know, with um, external counterparts, uh, you know, remote uh, stakeholders within Morgan Stanley. So I'm very keen to get back in and um, and meet uh, my colleagues face to face. But I can very well imagine that there are the types of people who are, who are more productive from home, who don't need to be in the office every day, um, who are um, who, can, who can get their job done and their work is such that they can be actually be very productive from home. Even in these cases, we encourage them to come in, uh, you know, from time to time and to, to be part of a team. I think that's basic human nature that we work best when we're part of a team and we're accepted into a team and we have those um, face-to-face human interactions from time to time, but doesn't have
1: to be 100% of the time. We leave you today with these words of Benjamin Franklin, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Thank you.